Well, hi there and welcome. It's the portion of our day that we love the most, spending it with you on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio with Debbie Giorgiani. I am Jerry Usher, and the show team is in place. Our call screener, Matt, producer Ace, social media, Jeff, and you, the Take-Two family. We know you're going to make this a busy conversation, Debbie. At least I think that they will. And when you call in to speak to Matt Kabinsky, make sure you remind him that today is St. Matthew's Feast Day. Mm-hmm. And Matthew means a gift of God. So you can say an extra special hello to Matt Kabinsky when you call in because this I love this day of uh, for St. Matthew the Apostle. So And there's a lot of, um, you know, Jerry, what I really love about this time of year is you've got the novenas going right now for a Padre Pio that goes right up to the Padre Pio feast day, which is Saturday. Then, you've, and then it starts the St. Michael novena starts for the archangels. I mean, it's just, a, I love this time of year. Um, prayer-wise, because I think that we can really um, go deep uh, during the fall, and I and I love that. Plus, it's 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 you know before my birthday, so I do love the fall. But it's very interesting. So keep you know keep that in mind, folks, when you see that on social media. Because I noticed today uh, there were a lot of novenas starting. The Saint Michael novena started. Padre Pio is underway that novena, um, and it's great way to. Um, help you uh, move your 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 faith life, your spiritual life to deepen it, um, to deepen your faith walk. That's it, it's really incredible, and it kind of ties in nicely, Jerry. And I think it could be the answer to to a lot of the things that we find difficult in life that we're working on. And that's the question we're asking today: What is something difficult you are working on? And that's the that's what we're asking the Take Two family to respond to. What is something difficult you are working on? Could you call in and share with us? And then maybe how prayer has assisted you or has helped you work through those difficult things of life, right? 833-288-3986. Okay, your turn, your time now on the Take Two broadcast here. 833-288-3986. What is something you're kind of focusing on in your life? You say, I want to be better at this. I want to be, for maybe it could be related to your health. You want to be healthier. You want to exercise more, discipline yourself in that area. Maybe it has something to do with, you know, your job. You know, you want to do your job better and it's, it's kind of a challenge for you. Maybe it's a particular emotion or a virtue, patience while driving. It could be anything that you have identified in your life that you are working on becoming better at. Okay, so take two family. Let's run with this one now. Phone lines are wide open. 833-288-3986. And prayer can always help that, folks, especially when something you hit a roadblock or that obstacle that, you know, you just feel like I'm going up against that wall. I I can't seem to break breakthrough and really master these things and, and, you know, get, get rolling with life. Prayer helps and it truly does make a difference. And that's why we, we, we want to weave that into this discussion. So what is something difficult you are working on? You don't have to be Catholic to call in. If you're listening to us, we are a live, safe call in platform for you to, um, share your wisdom, your understanding, your experience, your concerns, your questions, whatever is on your mind or heart pretty much whatever is on your mind or heart, we will address 
3986. And I do have a question for Jerry. I did not plan this. He didn't get this question ahead of time, but I just thought of it as you were, as you were talking about patients, like in driving. Jerry, you came from the great state of California all the way. Now you live in Florida mm-hmm. as a seminarian. And I'm, my question to you is, did you get, did you acquire some more patients in driving? Cause when I, when I have been a passenger, with you in California, you had to be a California aggressive driver. I'm just saying, wow. and you would weave in and out and you would, you know, you know, go flying on the freeways. You probably don't have that in Florida. Has that changed well, you're, your you're driving? You're totally outing me, Deb, on global radio. <laughs> <laughs> Has that changed your well, driving ability? <laughs> actually, over the years, I've gotten more patient at driving, but you're right. In California, you have to kind of be on the defensive, uh, really, quite literally. But on the cross-country drive, I would have to say that I drove quite patiently because when you're looking at a five-day, you know, five days of driving, eight or nine hours a day, you have to resign yourself to say, well, there are going to be some slowdowns. I'm not going to make the same time I'd like to make. Mm -hmm. So that, yeah, you've kind of zeroed in on a point. Me, not just with my driving, but patience in general patience in general i just want to uh, i'm working on that it is it is kind of difficult for me at times but i have made some strides i i think and like mm-hmm. you said prayer has been very helpful for that for me yeah yeah i i i have i think i have a, a good amount of patience marty does he doesn't he does not like traffic or crowds or lines long lines he does not like it he i don't know and it's odd because he's always been raised like since he was five years old in arizona and arizona has we have a tendency to hurry up and wait you know and there's mm-hmm. a lot of that i grew up in new jersey and it was we we were very fast-paced you know quick thinking you know reactionary type and um but yet i have a lot of patience and i think Honestly, Jerry, you know where I learned that from is my love for the guardian angels. Hmm. Nice. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I've become so aware that my guardian angel is right beside me um, that it just allows me to kind of chill a bit. I don't know hmm. if that's, but isn't that interesting? It has to do with my love for the angels. Yeah. Well, that didn't surprise me. You know, you've studied angels, like you said, for about 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I, I know well your love and devotion to the angels, so that doesn't surprise me at all, really. Um, what about you, Take-Two family? Just a couple phone lines open. Who wants that last open line? 833-288-3986. We're just kind of taking a look at our lives in general, kind of a big picture discussion today. Is there something, maybe it's a little bit difficult for you that you are working on? Maybe it's maybe it's becoming fluent in a new language. Uh, maybe it's eating less, could be eating better. As I mentioned, it could be exercise, patience with your spouse or your children or some other relative or a friend or a co-worker, uh, being, uh, being a listener, a good listener versus talking all the time. Maybe could be any one of these things or you choose 833-288-3986. And we're very friendly uh, to talk to. It's a great conversation. We're trying to help other souls. We know that it is working because we get the feedback from you. You, you Oftentimes you will write in and say, wow, that show really spoke to me. We, we believe that's the mission of Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. So you got to help us. We count on you. So fill those last phone lines right now at 833-288-3986. And we will be right back.
Thanks a lot for being with us today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. This is kind of a unique radio show. A lot of them you can call in, but on this one, um, we give you really a platform. We give you the opportunity to tell the world your story, whatever the topic is. And today we're asking you, is there something kind of challenging or difficult or something you've been trying to accomplish or get better at in your life? Please call and share. You know, everything you share on this program, we say it all the time. You're going to be changing lives and maybe saving souls with your lived experience. So please inspire someone else with your take at 833-288-3986. And right before we go to Joe, first-time caller in Seattle, I want to remind you that EWTN offers the sacrifice, the Mass, from Our Lady of the Angels Chapel. It's live every morning, 8 Eastern Time, right after the Sunrise Morning Show. Don't miss out. Okay, we can send you a link to your email inbox every day. All you have to do is visit EWTN.com and click on subscribe, and you will get the EWTN mass emails. That's a good point, Jerry. You you said uh, difficulties, but challenges. What challenges are you working um, through right now in life? We'd love to hear about it, the details, so we can learn and grow together. Maybe you can give us some tips or tools or some advice. Um, we maybe could impart some wisdom as well, but we need you to call in. So please fill those last phone lines. Uh, Matt Kabinsky's waiting for your call, um, and he's just wonderful to talk to. 8332 Two eight eight three nine eight six. What challenges in life are you working through right now? Eight three three two eight eight three nine eight six. Please call us. And as promised, Joe is a first-time caller from Seattle, Washington, on Facebook Live. We're waving to you, Joe. Welcome to Take Two. Thank you. How are you guys doing? Doing well, Joe. Seattle's my hometown, so it's great to hear from you. Oh, that's nice. Nice to know. Yeah. yeah, um I just have a question that I'm trying to grapple with um uh, with regards to um marriage life and trying to get to know someone you wanna be with. But I realize how tough it is in uh our world today. Uh you just it's very hard to find someone who's you know, straight or God fearing. And I have this friend I've been really trying to get to know but she uh claims to be spiritual but not religious now. Um, I try to consider uh, First Peter 3.15 on how to just like share the message of, uh, you know, not sounding so hard, but making sure you pass the message on who really Jesus is and how we can't live in this world without um, uh, putting him in our life, in our midst. But it seems to be a problem, and then I sit back and I think about... Um, the the main reason why people get married and I don't want to get myself entangled because it's either we are on the right side or I'll jump in and evil will always prevail if you let it get into your way. Um, I I I don't know how to back off when I think of when Jesus says going to the world and make disciples. Uh, I did not come for the righteous but for sinners. And then again, I'm trying not to get into. Uh, so many, um, you know, like back and forth and stuff. So sure. sometimes you find yourself caught up because you don't want to argue, especially when it gets a little bit, why are you keeping so quiet and stuff? And I don't want to sound like I'm drumming it um, too hard to say, like you really have to be a Christian for us to have, you know, anything or even get to know each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know how to go about this. And uh, maybe you guys can give me a few sure. of your 
Well, first, first, I would just say, Joe, that there are a lot of uh, therapists and counselors and coaches out there that can help you navigate this with this, um, this woman that you'd like to, to date that is saying she's spiritual and not religious. Um, I always, we always recommend um, in our life coaching ministry that people get uh, coaches and counselors in this area ahead of time before you walk down the aisle, because a lot of times people will say, well, things will change after we get married, or we can work on that after we get married, or I can, I can make a, I can make a difference in their life after we get married. That's not true. That's not always true, Joe. And it's very unfortunate. And then when problems um, arise, it gets really difficult to figure out what to do and, and how to, how to work through it. So I think what you're doing now by exploring this and, and interviewing her and, and trying to get a, a pulse on, on where she's at with religion and spirituality, I think is very smart. It's very healthy. Um, I think to, um, you know, uh, to share with her, Joe, where your heart is, where your focus is, what, what is so important to you. I think that is very important to share, uh, upfront before you start in a serious dating relationship and to see really where she's at. Cause sometimes when people want to find a, a mate, a spouse, um, they will say certain things. They'll say, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I'm open to it. Or, Oh yes, yes, yes. I was raised Christian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like going to church and then they don't. Okay, so you really want to you really want to uh, find out the truth, the real raw truth of where where she is at with God, where you're at with God. Can you grow together? Is she open to it? Will she respond to it? Is she? Do you sense any resistance or um, things like she wants to reject any part that that is that is uh, very important to you, Joe? That those things are red flags, and you really have to have to make a note of those those things. Also too, Joe, in coaching, we always say you only know a person as much as they know God. That's why it's very important you have God talk with your um, dating uh, partner because it's important to know how much they know God, understand God, and what they want uh, in a relationship with God. If you get all these things uh, talked about up front beforehand, I think it would save you a lot of problems, Joe. The only reason I can say this is because I'm 57 years old and I'm a grandmother. I've seen a lot. So has Jerry. And uh, we'll, we will tell you that a lot of people don't think about this ahead of time. You are. So I think there's no accident to this, you calling in to take two. What do you, what do you say, Joe, about the things I shared? Yeah, I think you're right in so many ways. Uh, I'm Catholic. I've grown up Catholic. I was born Catholic, so um, I know what my faith teaches me. And uh, just the thought of, you know, um, not being preparing for the last and just like jumping in is what is uh, much of a concern. You know, we speak about going to church and she says, no, I can't go to church because I'm not a believer. I'm, I'm just spiritual. And I'm like, I'm religious, but I'm also spiritual. Like, I believe in God, and so I, I just try not to push so hard, because, um, again, it's not like you're trying to, you know, force a donkey to the river and, you know, force it to drink water. So it's just something I'm trying to think of. And if it she doesn't seem to be, uh, like, if she seems to be adamant, um, what is the best way for me to back off? Because you don't want to have someone who keeps on, like, Imagine and you know, staying in your way for whatever reason. 
Yeah. I, I mean, it's a very hard decision, I, but I will tell you that that step can yield um, some really wonderful uh, growth things for both of you. Um, I think if, if, if you find that there, there is a real roadblock or a real wall or res, of resistance, I would sit down with her and I would tell her all the wonderful things you, you like about her, um, but that this is, is a potentially a deal breaker because you do want to share that, um, that religious side with, with a, a partner, a mate. And you know, Joe, I just want to say this, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's been a common thing the last 10 years where people will say, I'm spiritual, not religious. But then when you press them on it, they can't define it. Okay. It's kind of like, um, I'm going to choose that option. So then it just makes you, uh, back away from me, back off and leave me alone. Cause I'm, I'm not religious, but I'm spiritual. So don't ask me any more questions. Um, that's really not really, a um, a, a deep enough answer, you know, and when you really get to the heart of things, you have to know where people are with God. And I would just have that hard, that hard conversation in a very gentle way, Joe, and see if that moves her heart, um, to really, uh, approach this, um, uh, the, the right way in an open way towards God. And if that's the case, you have options there. If she says, well, Joe, I'm not interested. You really do. I think you really have to have that difficult decision and kind of part ways because it, it's not going to, it's not going to work for you, Joe. It sounds like you are very much in love with God and you want to keep that relationship going with God, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And just, uh, if this, I don't know if this is the Holy Spirit that put this on my heart, Joe, but sometimes, you know, when, when we're looking for, we believe we're called to marriage and we, we, we find somebody who's interested in us and we're interested in them, um, we can kind of say, well, this has got to be the one because, you know, I, what, if I, what if I don't follow through with this and then, you know, nobody else comes into my life. God doesn't bring anybody else into my life. But you know as well as I do, I, I, I told you I was born in Seattle. Seattle's a big town. Um, there are a lot of opportunities to, uh, to really get to know and have first of all good Christian friendships and relationships with godly women and if you're if you're the desire of your heart is to be married God sees that and God God's the one who put that desire on your heart so I'm not saying anything critical of this woman that you're dating now but I'm saying you know the Bible like first Corinthians 6 around verse 14 Paul talks about being equally yoked and some of the dangers of not being equally yoked and so I agree with Debbie. I mean, a lot of people say, we'll work this out after we get married. But really, at that time, it could go one of three directions. It could go the direction she wants it to go, which means you become spiritual, not religious. It could go your way, and she becomes religious and maybe Catholic. Or you just find yourself sort of, you know, treading water in between those two. And uh, I I just don't think that that's what your heart wants either. So Mm -hmm. anyway... Yeah. Just some thoughts from me, Joe. And, and the last thing I would just say, Joe, is uh, sometimes people will say, well, well, you be religious, you do your thing, I'll do my thing, and we'll let the kids, you know, when we have kids, God willing, we'll let them decide. This, the, the results of that have come out, Joe, and when, when parents um, typically choose that for their children to let them choose when they get older, the kids end up being nothing. They don't identify with, with any religion. So it's, it's, it's not really a win-win for anybody, but I, 
I will tell you, Joe, we probably will get some emails of people saying, Hey, I met my spouse and they weren't religious at all. And now they're in the church. And you know, my, my husband's a deacon now and stuff like that. So there are really wonderful growth stories in the faith. I, I think what the key is, is, you know, you will see, and you will know the red flags. And if those flags are there and they're very, you know, uh, it's, it's a big wall that's stopping her from moving forward. That's something I think you need to address right away. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Oh, you're, you're welcome, welcome, Joe. Joe. We'll be our praying. prayers too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 833-288-3986. Is there something in your life, some aspect of your life that you're working on? Maybe it's difficult. Maybe it's a challenge, but you realize, Hey, I've got to improve in this area. I've got to gain this in my life or eliminate this from my life? Is there something you're working on? Share that with us. 833-288-3986. Okay. I'm working on something. I was trying to think, (laughs) I was trying to think about what I would add to this conversation. Okay. So my husband's a real estate broker and he's, he's quite good at it for 37 years. He's amazing. Um, and so I am getting my real estate license and, um, I took, yeah, I I took all, I know, but wait a minute, let me just tell you the truth about it. I took all the classes 10 years ago and then um, my dad died. And so I didn't finish, you know, I didn't take all the tests and everything, the state tests and the school test. So now I'm going through it again and then I'll take the school test and the state test. And I have to tell you, I find these classes so boring. They're just so boring. I can't get through it. Yeah. I said I wouldn't know because I've never been through them, but... You, uh, I, I trust your judgment on things like that. Well, yeah, so it's very difficult for me. So please pray for me that I can get through these classes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's wonderful. I love, you know, real estate, that whole industry and everything. I love looking at, at houses. I, I think that is fascinating. And But it's just, I, there's no God in, you know me, Jerry. I'm always looking for God in everything. Mm-hmm. There's there's no God in real estate classes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's what all you business. want to do. I know, I know exactly what you want to do. You want to have one of those reality shows where you're the realtor and you're showing people houses and they're telling you what they want to do to make it look better and maybe flip it and sell it. You want to do that stuff, don't you? Yeah, I do. Staging and all that kind (laughs) of stuff. I love that stuff. How did you know, Jerry? I don't know. I I just don't know you very well, I guess. That's too funny. But I find that difficult, you know, to do classes like that. Because Joe made me think of this when he called in, because, you know, talking about God or deepening your faith with God, you know, and, and, and exploring that with other people, that's we're made for community, folks. And we're made to really be, uh, to talk about God and to, to fall in love with God in the interactions we have. Wouldn't you say that, Jerry? It, that's why I think a lot of people leave the, the, the uh, business world and go into ministry because they, they want to talk about God. Well, there doesn't need to be a dichotomy. You know, it's not either my career, my profession, my, my what I'm trained in or God. It, it not only can be both, it really should be both because God is the creator of everything. And mm-hmm. uh, like I mentioned to Joe a minute ago, God puts desires on our hearts. And so when we follow certain vocational paths or career paths or something, we're actually pursuing God in doing that. So I agree mm-hmm. with you completely. 
Wow, I love this. Okay, so um, you're going to hear the music in just a little bit. We've got John and Norma, and we've got more calls coming in about the difficulties, the challenges of life. We want to um, talk with you about it. We're, we can also talk about St. Padre Pio tomorrow. The show tomorrow, Jerry, is all about St. Padre Pio because mm-hmm. his feast day is Saturday, Saturday and we'll be um, going uh, to start the, the feast day talking all things about this great saint that has had not one, not two, not three, but many mystical um, spiritual gifts, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we always do a show on Padre Pio every year. So that is, as Debbie said, tomorrow ahead of his feast day, which is Saturday. Today is St. Matthew. So anyone named Matthew or some kind of name similar to that, happy feast day to you. 833-288-3986. As Debbie said, Norma and John and another John. You guys don't go anywhere. We're going to get to all of you on the program today, and there is a line open. If you're working on something challenging or difficult in your life, maybe you make great progress. We'd love to hear that. 833-288-3986. you today on take two with jerry and debbie the challenges of life can you share them with us what you're going through we'd love to talk about it and see if we can get a better understanding of what's going on with people's lives and you know get a little closer to god that's the name of the game uh shout out to our friends in the seattle area and surrounding areas sacred heart radio uh their fall share is underway so if when they come to you and ask uh to support catholic radio please do so um uh, sacred heart radio in seattle has been going for 22 years jerry <laughs> amazing wow. and our friends in nebraska need to hear from you next week. Spirit Catholic Radio is airing their carathon all next week. So if you're listening in any of the uh, 15 stations across Nebraska where they broadcast or anywhere, please support your EWTN Catholic Radio station. That is Spirit Catholic Radio. We love them so very much. Way to go, uh, team. I, I love that the fall uh, share-a-thons, carathons, fundraisers are, are going strong and folks are stepping up. Do you know, Jerry, I just heard this. There's like 40 to 45% of the listeners to Catholic radio now are not Catholic. Mm, I believe it. Yeah, well, I mean, when, when, uh, when living in the times that we're in right now, what do they say? we got to hang together or we'll hang separately, right? So, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so we'll go back to the phones. How about yep. John, who's been waiting so patiently in the great state of Georgia, listening on Sirius XM 130. Hi, John. Welcome to Take Two. How you doing, Jenna? How are you, young lady? Good. How are you doing, doing John? Doing great, John. Look, what can I, we help I'm, you with? I'm, I hear you all, all the time. I was, I've been listening to you all for a long time. Uh, uh, I have a question. I, I heard you say... Uh, I think Peel's and his uh, anniversary date and all that, and, mm-hmm. and the novena. Uh, I I heard about St. Peel uh, spent two three years ago, and I was kind of unaware of all the, all the great things that he'd done, including you know it was uh, the uh, piercing of the hands and the feet and all, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I started mm-hmm. really as a stigmata. And I started reading up on him, and, and I read some of the things back he did back in the World War and all that kind of stuff. And uh, but anyway, I uh, I really got attached to him about two three years ago, 
and I, he's done. I can't tell you, I call him miracles. He's done so many things for me that I just can't believe. He's answered just about every prayer that I've, that, that I've really thought, what well, I guess what he thought I needed. And uh, some of them are just totally amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so I've got, he's, he's, he's my, my saint, my go-to saint now. When I, when I, what I was wanting to do, because I retired, I, I was wanting to see what I could do about a novena. Mm-hmm. I would like to, I've never been a speaker. I've been, I used to hide and ask me to, to read a book or something, you know, because I was, didn't like doing you know, it in public. But I've overcome that now, and I was wanting to preach at a, uh, at a novena, you know, get up and t- talk about him and some of the things that he could do for you. And if you pray to him, you know, and ask him to ask God and, and Virgin Mary to, to help him. But I was just, I had that in my mind, and I promised him some of the things that, like I said, were miracles that he done for me. And, and I, I told him that I would, in return, this is what I would do, try to do when I retired. Right. So I didn't know how to go about that. Well, you know what, John? You just did. You're you're on a worldwide platform right now highlighting this great saint, St. Padre Pio, because of the love you have for him, his great, uh, uh, amazing life of holiness. I mean, this was a man um, in the late 1880s, uh, I, um, I'm sorry, 18, uh, 90s, uh, that he... No, actually, yeah, that's right, 90s. Um, He uh, gave his life to God when he was five years old, John. He he spoke to the Blessed Mother, to Jesus, and to his guardian angel when he was a little kid. He thought everybody did. He He gave his life to God, his entire, every breath, every waking day. Um, the masses and the confessions and the love he had for souls. That's why so many of us um, want to be his spiritual sons and daughters. And it sounds like, John, that that's what you uh, long to be is is a spiritual uh, son of Padre Pio. And it sounds like he has really stepped up for you in your life. I think it's beautiful. So I just want to say, John, can, I encourage you to keep talking about St. Saint Padre Pio. Tell others about him when you get the opportunity, like you just did today, to go on this this show and, and, and share with the world what this great saint has done in your life. Keep doing it, John. And the 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 uh, novena is underway right now. It's finishing this Saturday. You can jump jump on. Just go on the internet and you can type in um, Padre Pio novena. Um, but any any of the prayers. I mean, so many. I mean, Padre Pio would I, I believe would have a smile on his face um, just knowing that you're even recognizing his great work that he has done in this world. And he is such a beloved saint, John. And I I just would say God will give you the opportunity to talk about Padre Pio. Why do I say that? Because he's done it with me, John. Everywhere I go, people out of out of the blue will, will bring up Padre Pio, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I'm supposed to talk about Padre Pio. So, John, I don't know if that helps you, but I just want to encourage you to, to keep talking about this great saint. We need the the mystical gifts um, that he had. We need to talk about it because it's it's just the magnificence of God. What do you say to that, John? Uh, I think that's wonderful. I just, uh, uh, just like I said, he, he, he's been doing so many things for me, and, and I, I, I guarantee you <laughs> that two of them were miracles without a doubt, and I think the other ones were too, so he interceded, 
and things that that I simple things I've been I've been praying for for thirty years. Mm-hmm. You know, to all my other saints, and I wish I love all my other saints. That I prayed to, and uh, but when I prayed to him, you know, I, I, he already knew. I guess how long I had been praying, mm-hmm. and I, I asked him, you know, especially if he could, he could just help me with, with some of these. And I some of it was, you know, it was heartbreaking. Some of them were, and I really thought I'd just about run out of gas with all of them until I got, until I got mentally in touch with him. Mm-hmm. And I, he just, he came to my rescue so many times. Yeah. Well, and real quickly, I just want to, just want to correct, because I don't, I don't, you know, I'm, we're talking fast on the show and we have a lot of calls and John. So, um, Padre Pio, uh, Francesco Forgione was born May 25th, 1887. So it was the 1880s, 1887. And he died September 23rd, 1968. So you talk about, um, you know, all those years he lived and to get closer and closer to God and bring as many souls to God as possible. And I understand, John, that he said that when he died, he, he was not going the, the, uh, to enter into heaven until all of his spiritual sons and daughters have made it. And I, I kind of believe, John, you may be one of them because you love Padre Pio. Thank you, John, for the call. God bless you. 833-288-3986. Norma has been holding patiently in Orlando. Hello, Norma. I'm listening on Sirius XM 130. How are you? Fine. Um, this is the first time I called, and um, you guys were mention- mentioning about what are you struggling with. Um, I had a job in information technology for 40 years, and um, I recently lost that job. And when I was thinking of what did I want to do with my life from now on, because I still feel that I am productive, I totally changed my career. I'm a medical interpreter for the Spanish language. I feel that that is the call that God was asking me to do. I I feel that it's a very meaningful job, um, and but what I am a little bit struggling on is the budget, because well, when I was in information technology, I had a very high salary, which now it's like less than half of it. So I'm just praying for God's providence and for Him to guide me. Um, but I, I know that I'm where he wants me to be, and I love to to help other people. And sometimes I'm e- I'm even able to to give them a word of faith and and um, hope. So um, that's where I am right now. Wow, Norma, that's beautiful. God bless you for that. And and I love the fact you said, you know, you're still productive. And I have a very dear friend. He got a master's degree in Spanish, and he worked for many years as a medical interpreter as well. And he used to just share with me how so very important that was, because these are very serious situations when someone who doesn't maybe speak English but speaks Spanish goes to the doctor or is taken to the emergency room or into the hospital or something. Um, The communication has to be very, very precise at moments like that. So 
God bless you for that. You mentioned you're where God wants you. I would agree with that. All I would say, Norma, is you're now going to be, God is going to be touching people through your heart, okay? He'll provide a way for you know, any of that income that you may have lost, but you have made a decision that is other-oriented. You've come, you're coming out of yourself not that you never did that before, but what you're doing is you're just giving your life now for the sake of others at this stage of your life. And there's no doubt in my mind, God is going to bless that. Mm-hmm. It's like a ministry. Do you sense a, a, a ministry aspect to this, Norma? Yes, I definitely do. Um, I, I I see how the people, you know, tell me that um, they're glad that I have been there, mm-hmm. that, it, that um, I give them hope. Um, I work with a lot of cancer patients, and um, and and it's it's really challenging, mm-hmm. and um, and I'm just glad that I'm open to be God's instrument and um, to help you know as I can. Mm-hmm. Oh, He'll use you. You just said those words, I'm open, and you want the Lord to use you, and He will. This is going to be an incredible adventure for you, Norma. Will you keep us posted? Yes. Okay. All right, beautiful. Thank you, love Norma, it. for the I call. I love it. Yeah, talking about uh, maybe difficult things you're working on in life, challenges, maybe successes, success stories, you know, praise reports, how God has maybe helped you scale a mountain of something that you were working on in your life, 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. Just real quickly check in on social media. We got Jonathan via email at take two at ewtn.com. He says, I want to say something that I would think it's difficult is moving around your workplace when you are on your shift. He says, I move around all day cleaning and my body hurts. So Jonathan mm-hmm. sounds like he's on his feet a lot during that job. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Uh, one of Padre Pio's spiritual daughters just weighed in and said, um, for John in Georgia, ask Padre Pio or ask the Lord to send a, um, a confirmation if you can be one of Padre Pio's spiritual sons um, um, to get uh, that confirmation. So I think that's so beautiful. I love the way the Take-Two family steps up and helps and supports one another. I just mm-hmm. think, what a family. We're a great family. Let's get over to John in New Hampshire. First time caller and John is listening to us today on Sirius XM 130. Hi, John. Thanks for waiting. Hi, guys. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I just wanted to comment. Uh, I, I turned on my car. I'm in the car now. I turned it on when you were speaking to your caller, Joe, who was having some issues with, I think it was a girlfriend who uh, was spiritual but not religious. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to give a... a a quick story to that that's positive that, uh, you know, I'm hoping he's still listening. But uh, about 21 years ago, I dated a young woman um, who was a Jehovah Witness. And I had no idea she was a Jehovah Witness when we started dating. Uh, you know, we fell in love. We started talking about the future. And then I learned that some of her beliefs through uh, her religion did not coincide with mine. And uh, sure. we had a very serious conversation about whether we even continue our relationship. Uh we did not. I broke up with her. Uh, we went three months, and uh, you know, God was looking over me because she came back, did not want to have our relationship end. She ended up going through RCIA <clears throat> and is uh, currently Catholic. We're, we've been married for 18 years, and uh, I just think that uh, you know, for your caller, Joe, he needs to know that, yeah, that's a tough conversation to have. I had it, um, but the Lord took care of me on this, and uh, if she's the right woman... For him, uh, 
that's just God's going to let him know that. Mm-hmm. Well, John, thanks for sharing that. Um, it, it does, you know, it does show us that ultimately God is in control of, of circumstances like this, and we just do not ever know the surprises. You, it sounds like in your case, it might have been at least a mild surprise. But Debbie, it sounds like we, we just don't know how God is going to work, especially through our faithfulness, our obedience, mm-hmm. you know, our, our being, you know, um, our standing fast in, in our convictions as, as Catholic Christians. Right. Right. When we stay when we stay focused on God, when others are open around us, a lot of great miracles, a lot of great things can happen. John, thank you so very much for calling in and waiting um, to get in on this broadcast. Um, I don't know if we're going to get to Sarah. Sarah has a different story about about staying with somebody and building uh, a businesses together. And, it, and they eventually had to split it. This is what it says in the comments eventually had to split it because of the uh, belief in God that wasn't the same so what you know here we've got all sorts of uh, outcomes when it comes to this yeah sarah i wish we had time please paul we apologize for that but we run up against this music that our producer ace just never gives us a break we don't we can never go like five minutes over because he's so firm with us about that and so is everybody <laughs> else but we just love yeah. spending this almost an hour with you every day tomorrow guess what day before St. Padre Pio's feast day. Mm-hmm. So what's your connection and experience with Padre Pio? Please call in, share the stories. Uh, we want to hear uh, all things about St. Padre Pio tomorrow. All right. Until then, we thank the affiliates for carrying the show. Thank you, show team. And especially thank you, Take Two family. Until tomorrow, have a beautiful and blessed day. And St. Joseph and St. Padre Pio, pray for us.